Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. microphone for another edition of real life real talk on your saturday afternoon ladies and gentlemen a true honor and an amazing privilege is tyler campbell on the microphone let's do it how we do it my brothers and my sisters and let's kick it how only we can kick it all right no matter the weather this is where birds of a feather come to flock together at 12 p.m it's my time listen to me it's my time to bring you the sunshine and from the north to the south from the east to the west do not stress and the reason being is because you know ladies and gentlemen you know you are blessed and it is your hostess with the most is tyler campbell aka mr tc speaks mr real life real talk himself i'm live and wild on your radio dial with a smile on my face mm-hmm energy to waste ah that's right and if you're looking for inspiration unity and community and empowerment and then watch this ladies and gentlemen watch this it is guaranteed listen to me it is guaranteed that you are in the right place and so you already know uh-huh let's go ladies and gentlemen so we can grow uh, it is a fantastic and an amazing privilege to be able to kick it with y'all this week uh, for another edition of Real Life, Real Talk. Man, I am Giraffe Giddy, right? I am hippo happy and I am peacock proud to be on the airwaves and, and just be able to deliver that good word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that good word to y'all on this Saturday afternoon. So turn up your radio dials. Listen, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in on 104.9. Also, let them know that we got these amazing messages on sound cloud and uh just let them know man tyler campbell aka mr tc speaks brother I, I i bring every bit of my heart to the microphone today on this saturday man what a busy busy week it was and have to recap last week uh but but no matter what i'm telling y'all right now man i'm coming with my heart uh today we're gonna get heavy uh but most importantly there will be some hope. Yep, there will be some inspiration. Yep, we're going to lift it up, but we got to get to that real because I got a lot a lot of things on my cerebrum today, and uh, I'm excited because my man Ty Henderson is in the booth, and uh, he's going to help me get this show running as smoothly as possible. And Ty, so I thank you, my brother, for sharing your gift today with us for all the Saturday shows and tweaking and twisting the dials. Hang with me, my brother. I know it's been a long day, but I'm going to pick you up with that giddy-up today, man. All right, we're going to finish and have a great, fantastic show again. Sending your text messages, 512-337-3776. I'm at TCSpeaks32 on all of your social media platforms. Don't hesitate to reach out. And if you want to get personal, yo, I'll give you my email straight up, Tyler at TCSpeaks.com. Man, reach out to me. I promise I will get right back, right back to you. Uh, But uh, in the wake of this week, you know, I wanted to also shout out the good stuff that that just transcended my heart. I had my first ever book signing here 
in Austin, Texas. Shout out to Sue Patrick Stores down on Burnett Road. Not like Rod says it, not like Rod Baber says it, Burnett. No, down on Burnett Road. And uh, just shout out to all the Real Life Real Talk Nation that showed up, man. All the people who who send in the text messages week in and right week out. Follow me on social media. Uh, finally getting the chance to hug and just embrace. And I really appreciate all that listen into this show. I always say it, yo, the show is what it is. It's grown the way that it is. It's making an impact in the city the way that it is, largely because of the listeners, man. So Big Eric Luco is a pleasure to, to meet you, man, all the way down in Luling. And, and Jerry Trevino came in with his energy, his passion. Had a dope shirt with my father's face on it from the Love You Blue era. And and shout out to Bucky Godbolt, who was the first person in line, man. We sold out of books, y'all. All the books that Sue Patrick had, all my best Amazon best-selling novels, the ball came out life from the other side of the field. We sold completely out of books before the 1 p.m. deadline was. So if you came after I left at Sue Patrick, I apologize. Yo, everybody came through. It was a crowd. It was a joy. But to have one of your own you know, horn, uh, 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 radio, uh, uh, radio voices to to be the first in line, man. I've been listening to Bucky for I don't know how many years of my life, and to see Bucky Godbolt first in line and did his book, man, that warmed my heart. And man, everybody who on the horn staff, everybody who was here, who supported me with allowing me to get on their shows from B and E, Ball Don't Lie with Harge, Harge rolled through. You know what I'm saying? With his family, got a chance to sign my, a book for his son and. Uh, just appreciate everybody. Chad and Trey uh, with the Midday Show. It just really appreciate everybody. Bob Cole helping to get the word out. It was so much love. Um, so that was that was amazing. I got to recap that. But, man, I want to give you all my heart. Uh, and, and I want to put this on your mind because I want, I want people to kind of think about that, uh, about what I'm about to bring up to you next. I, I speak at a, a camp called Wild Week, which is probably about a camp full of uh, over 500-some-odd teenagers, ranging from, you know, 13 all the way up to 18 and it's a it's a great camp. It takes place out in West Texas. You guys have heard me speak about it a couple times before. But, um, you know, in this scenario of a camp, I gave my keynote message about 30, 35 mes- messages, 30 uh, minutes rather. And then we, we broke off into into in small groups. My, I mean, my group was the largest. It wasn't really that small. I probably had about 80-something of those kids in one room. Uh, but we moved into the auditorium, and, and something came over me. And it was like, yo, TC, I, I feel the energy in the room. It was like the man up above was speaking to me. He was like, yo, just close your mouth, pass the microphone to these teenagers, and, and let them get some things off of their chest. Like, I could feel like the room was just hurting. Like, you know, you ever been around a bunch of people and you can feel like the energy of individuals and you know that somebody you're interacting with has gone through some things? I don't know why, but I could feel it in the room. And and I told the kids, I was like, man, I know some of y'all need to get something off your chest. The only reason you, you haven't been able to get it off your chest is because you haven't been in an environment, you ain't been around an adult that will allow you to have the opportunity to kind of just let it breathe, right? To let some some air out of your chest without and being free from judgment. And I told everybody in the room, yo, what goes on in this room, yo, it stays in this room and, and we can just have a genuine conversation and you speak your heart and I'll try my best uh, to get, um, you know, some divine answers that are in my soul to be able to give you some instruction as to how you move forward. And, and so much anger was in the room so much hurt was in the room from these teenagers so much pain so much suffering that had to come out uh that these students actually felt comfortable talking to me a total stranger about it um and and it was 
It was just a total blessing. A lot of tears were shed, and it dawned upon me, and I want you to take this into your household. And please forgive me because I know I'm supposed to get on the show a little bit faster, but I want to give you my heart because I know our babies are actually out in the world, and they're suffering, and they're hurting right now. A teenager from where you are, you know, we often forget that, you know, on top of all other traumatic situations that other individuals may be facing in their own lives, y'all, we went through a pandemic. You know, still going through a lot of sickness, still going through a lot of pain within this country, within this world. And we forget that sometimes there are people in their adolescent years that have been tremendously affected by the breakdowns that have taken place in our country based off of the things that COVID and a host of other things have brought upon them. So not only was life already tough, but man, you threw a pandemic on top of it for some of these students, for some of these kids. Yo, life got a heck of a lot more lonelier. Life got a lot more painful. Life life got a lot more um, unanswered questions brought through. Life got a lot more angry. Uh, life got a lot more depressed for so many students. And, and we as adults, yo, I'm encouraging y'all to get active within the community. I'm encouraging everybody to reach out to the local public school systems that your kids are involved with. Or if your kids are already, or if you don't have children, get involved because our students need mentoring. They need a place to where they can get out anger, where they can cry some tears and not feel judged so that they can pick up and continue to push through life so that they can be who it is that they were destined and called to be, like I always say on this show. But they need some added help. And we forget that with the pandemic and things moving forward and things progressing, yo, there are some people who are still here who have been tremendously hurt. And they can't get out of their own way. Therefore, they can't get to the place or destination that they need to be. And they need help. And I'm specifically talking about our young people. I know adults are there, too. Y'all can vibe with me. But, man, our our babies are really and truly stuck. And I don't think we'll actually understand the ramifications of how tough it has been for them. The students, the young people, our babies, our youth who have gone through this pandemic as well that we often figure forget about. I think over the next five years, we'll see that there are a lot of kids A lot of kids who have some unanswered pain and questions in their lives, man. So I'm encouraging everybody, Real Life, Real Talk Nation, please, please, please make it a mission as the school year starts to find a way to get involved in your community. Find a way to get involved in local public school systems. All right, find out when the career day is, the career days are, when the read-ins are. Call the local schools and ask that there's a need for some mentoring, if there's if there's any openings for some guidance, and I want you to free yourself up. Free up some time. And make it your mission to go back to our young people who will be the future leaders of this world, who are in desperate need of your guidance and who are in desperate need of your insight, who are in desperate need of of somebody to come in their life free from judgment from an adult that can speak life back into them and say, yes, I can. Yo, I'm telling you, I was in a room full of 500 teenagers. I'm telling you, I was in a small group with 80 plus 85 kids and they are hurting and they are broken. And we got to figure out a way to channel it. Right. We got to get them to the right place so that that's hurt doesn't spill over into their adulthood and you know how i am talking about how unaddressed wounds you will continue to bleed all over the people that you love in your life the most we got to help these young people address their wounds because if we don't that blood is going to spill over and follow them in their own adulthood and because we talk about the pandemic and moving on understand that there's a lot of broken people that we also have to help that we can't leave behind all right so as you go through your day please think about that All right. Make it your mission. If you don't write down anything else from this message, figure out how and when you can volunteer and serve in school systems 
uh, public or private, it don't matter. School systems where you can meet young people where they are, where you can bring your knowledge, where you can bring your wisdom, but most importantly, bring your ear to listen and your heart to serve because it's not always about what you say to them. It's almost about can you give them the space and the time to be free of judgment to get things off of their chest so that way you can move stuff out so they can get to the destination that they need to be. Oh, my goodness. I'm coming in on fire. I told you I wanted to give you my heart. I have a dynamic message away. I got carried away in this first segment because I wanted y'all to feel and take back where exactly I was in this full, this room full of students after giving a keynote message. Um, I always volunteer at Wild Week summer camps every year. It's always my one time where I know I can give back to the youth. Uh, it, all from who are from all over the southeast, who are from Texas, who are from Mississippi, who are from uh, Louisiana, all these other places. They come here, and I thank Jeff Montgomery at Wild Week Summer Camps for having me. I'll continue to be there, bringing my message, bringing my energy. I hope that's spoken to y'all's lives today. At, think about the youth. Think about young people, and think about what is it that you need to do to try to get to a place of reaching them, not coming from a place of judgment, but coming with an ear to listen and a heart to serve. All right, we'll catch you guys on the other side of this break. We'll get to that portion of Let That Marinate on Your Cerebrum, and I promise, ladies and gentlemen, we will get to a place better than the way that we walked in. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Come on now, come on now. That's listen. That is the theme of this entire show's worth of music, man. We taking you back to the '60s, y'all. Shout out to Marvin Gaye and the amazing Tammy Terrell, who was gone from us too soon. Both of them, as a matter of fact, gone from us too soon. But you can't tell me that song right there ain't no mountain high enough. That don't get you up and in your spirit. Matter of fact, that don't get you thinking about, uh, uh, remember the Titans, all right? Remember the Titans. <laughs> Coach Boone. Yeah, man, that song right there, that's one of my favorites. So we're going to walk down memory lane today with Tammy Terrell and, and, and Marvin Gaye, an amazing duo with some fantastic songs. That song right there, 1967, all right? Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks. Yo, having fun on the microphone. I'm at TC Speaks 32, and it is a plum-pleasing pleasure. It is an absolute joy. It is an amazing honor and privilege, dare I say, dare I say, to be able to interact and walk with y'all on this incredible, incredible Saturday. And and like I told everybody in the first segment, man, I'm giving y'all my heart. You know, I talked about the speaking engagement that I had in in West Texas, just north of Waco out there and just interacting with the youth. Right. And it's one of my one opportunities that I make every single year to interact with the youth and and just wanted to encourage all listeners who are listening in to make sure to make it a point, to make it a mission uh, in your business or to take a break uh, 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 from your occupation or whatever Whatever insight you have, because you have plenty of it, because you've lived life. All right. So don't discredit yourself and don't think you're not sitting on some knowledge and some wisdom that could be embarked into the lives of of teenagers who are in desperate need. Right. Because a lot of times our youth, 
you know, we make decisions without necessarily thinking about how they have been affected and, and our youth have lived through a pandemic as well. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of things have been broken at home. As a result, they are broken inside, and there has not been a space made for that that next generation to where they can let it breathe, they can let it out, they can cry those tears and be free from judgment. And a lot of that is what I spent my time up in West doing, and uh, and you'll find that as long as you are in the right place for yourself, all right, make sure that you're in the right place to where you can mentor somebody, you can, all right, so make sure you're in that space because I'm telling you what our, what our kids are going to come to you with is heavy, all right, and so you got to make sure that you're in the right headspace to be able to receive it, give guidance and, and love on them, all right, so figure out a way this upcoming school year, how can you take time to get back to the public school systems, the private school systems, to our babies, meet them where they are, and um, and help catch them because some of them are falling and falling at a rapid rate all right so um hey without further ado you know i'm I'm a little bit behind i want to also make one shout out that i left out who came to the book signing his name was alex del rio uh, who's a faithful listener to this show somebody uh or excuse me his name is alex he's from del rio texas and i told him i would shout him out on the radio waves tell him to keep on shining keep on striving he's somebody who's a first generation college student uh, coming from del, del rio went to texas state trying to make something of himself he's really grinding working two jobs right now and i just want to tell you alex man keep shining Yo, keep your eye on the prize and don't let it fail. The man up above is sitting high looking low, and he's going to get you to your destination. It's just a matter of can you hang in, all right? Keep that navigating GPS rolling, and you will get it to where it is that you want to be. Uh, but I want to get to this let that marinate on your cerebrum uh, really quickly, and I want you guys to write this down, write this message down. Uh, write the word, excuse me, write the word down for let that marinate on your cerebrum. It's neuroplasticity. Ah, I'm coming in with that vocabulary today, y'all. <laughs> neuroplasticity. Don't ask me how to spell it because I will get it wrong. You ain't going to do me like that. All right? You put your best foot forward, hit Google, all right? You can figure out how to spell it. But neuroplasticity, I want you guys to write that down as best as you can, and I want you to take this to the bank. Um, let it let it, let it, it marinate on your cerebrum and then uh, let it hide in your heart, all right? Breaking this down, what neuroplasticity is, is it's, it's the brain's ability, all right? This is, my own per, this is my own version, but it's the brain's ability to adapt and change because of the experiences that it has been through, all right? It's the most powerful muscle in our body. It is amazing, the brain, all right? It, it, again, it's the brain's ability to adapt and change because of experiences and the human brain is such a powerful tool this is why neuroplasticity should speak and give hope to somebody who is listening in this is your hope for the day a lot of people listening in this is what look all the pain that you have been through this is what gave hope to the youth all the pain that you have been through all the struggle and all the strife and all the anger and all the hurt and all the the many times that you waiting for your name to get called for something and for some reason it's always left off the list all the many times that you've been overlooked and the countless times um um that your heart may have been broken or by something or someone neuroplasticity is the proof that based off of the new experiences and encounters that you have in the midst of coming out of a traumatic experience um, neuroplasticity is the malleable ability of your brain to bring about 
hope to bring about things that allow you to overcome what you have been through. Neuroplasticity is that thing that helps keep you pushing because neuroplasticity is the more that you expose your brain to newer things, the more that you expose expose your brain to different relationships, the more you expose your brain to travel and, and reading or, or expose your brain to a hobby, it allows your brain to help to see past the scars and the wounds that you have been through in your past. Neuroplasticity is real, ladies and gentlemen. It's a real thing. So doesn't it means basically what you've been through in your past up to this point in your life. That doesn't have to hold you back from getting to a greater place. It doesn't have to hold you back from becoming what they said that you could not do. It means that you don't have to uh, uh, fall victim to where people have hurt you in the past and said that you would never ever amount to something it it, it means that you have been opened or your brain is on the constant uh, uh, revolving circle of of learning new things and engaging in new things that help you overcome those previous things that help you walk into watch this some new beginnings over your life Come on, somebody. Yo, you got to rock with me. You got to vibe with me on this. It's neuroplasticity, and it's real. You don't just have to take somebody's word for it, telling you over the microphone, hey, you can become this. It doesn't matter where you grew up. doesn't matter your race. doesn't matter your gender. doesn't matter uh, uh, if you grew up on this side of the tracks or the other side of the tracks. Yeah, you don't have to buy any of that. You don't have to know um, anything else about TC today except look up the word neuroplasticity. And it is the proof that as long as you take your mind and you work at continuing to cultivate it, it is is what allows you to ultimately overcome anything and everything traumatic, painful, hurtful in the past that you have been through. It's neuroplasticity, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, grab it, listen to it, and learn it. Read it. Digest it. It's the proof that lets you know that you don't have to be bonded by wherever you are in life. Yo, it is a real thing. It is a real thing, and I dove into it deeper because I had to come into, I had to come into something tangible that would allow people to know that, that just because I get on the microphone and, and talk this talk and, and walk this walk and say, you know, do this, come from that, it's ultimately the ability to take your brain or what I've experienced in my life is just being a multiple sclerosis patient and, and having to overcome the constant hurdles of life just like anybody else. Yo, what is it? That keeps you going. What is it that keeps it solid? Number one, it will always be my faith. I ain't going to put a front on that. I'm always get down there and say that. Also, it is it is the, the, the kindling within my heart to allow my mind to be focused on something new. Yeah, doors were closed over here, but 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 picking up a book and, and gaining insight and knowledge on a particular topic that I enjoy allows my mind to keep thinking forward, right, of what could potentially be or what could potentially become or perhaps reading the story of somebody who's overcome so many obstacles as I'm going through my own present storm allows my brain to think hmm maybe if 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 he could do it man 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 maybe I can do it and it's as simple as turning on that night that light man I'm telling you um seeing some images Seeing some images of Turks and Caicos and saying to myself, yo, one day, <laughs> hey, one day, yeah, yeah, it's, it's things of that nature that you have the ability to turn your mind on to. And when you do that, when you have those revelations, those new thoughts or those, those peaceful experiences, those, those books that you read or those relationships that you engage in or the rest 
huh, how about that? Or the rest that you choose to take part in for your mind, your body, and your soul. All of those things are essential. All of those things make up neuroplasticity. All of those things are what allow you to heal through what it is that you've gone through. And it all goes back to the message from the very beginning because those are the things that I spoke over the next generation, right? That's what I'm talking about is the willingness to not give up and to and to continue to engage in things that make you happy with relationships, with books, with experiences, with travel, with, with, with conversations and relationships. You've got to continue to do those things. As you engage in those things, you are automatically engaging in some form of self-healing for yourself before you even sought outside help. So that way you can always feel like you're never standing still. You are always and constantly working over yourself. And as those new neurons are continuing to develop and fire off of your brain, you are engaging and watch this hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're automatically teaching yourself hope. You're automatically teaching yourself to dream. You're automatically teaching yourself to focus. And then you're thinking about what are the steps that I need to start taking in order to keep these hopes, these dreams, this love, this, this, this peace alive in my heart, my soul, and my spirit. You are already healing yourself before seeking outside help from somebody else. And a lot of times that's what you're needing. You need, somebody's needing to get started today. Yo, look up neuroplasticity and know that you are already starting your healing. Yeah, it's already beginning for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just keep walking in it. Keep indulging in it. Keep growing in it. Keep exposing yourself. Man, you ever exposed somebody new to something that they ain't never seen before? Ever tasted some form of ice cream and it lights their world on fire because they ain't never even had it before? Yo, that is an engagement. That is something that is so simple. But yet sometimes in life we make things so difficult. But the exposure to, to not being satisfied, to, to, to be a lifetime learner like, like Rodney Page, my mentor, right? first ever African-American basketball coach, African-American head coach at the University of Texas, first women's basketball coach at the University of Texas, Rodney Page, my mentor, he told me, he said, Tyler, you got to be a lifetime learner. And what he was talking about lays along the lines of, of neuroplasticity. The more you expose yourself to different things and you don't get set in your ways and, and don't get tired of learning and don't get tired of, of speaking and, and listening and hearing and, and watching and, and reading and, and, and all those things, man. You are taking care of your mind. And I've said it before. You know, sometimes you got to mind your own mind. You got to start taking care of you. You got to take care of that thing upstairs. You take care of that. And you take care of your heart, man. You'll be rolling. I don't care what you've been through. You are on the way to becoming and you are healing. Yo, take care of that. All right. Yo, so that's neuroplasticity. Let that marinate in your cerebrum. When we come back on the other side of this break, you know, I'm going to hit tie with that TC Speaks. And then on top of that, we're going to get into our message. We're going to get into our message, which is, yo, you have to get fed up. Write that down. Write this down. I'm getting hints. I'm giving you hints. You have to get fed up. But then, yo, you got to get fired up. Oh, I love it, y'all. I love it. Hey, let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Oh, man, sing it, Marvin. Oh, sing it, Tammy. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going back, y'all. 1967. Woo, y'all didn't know I had it in me. Come on, man, you know I was raised on that old school first. Oh, precious love, what? Yo, 1967, that's two back-to-back hits from Tammy Terrell and the legendary Marvin Gaye. They were a dynamic, dynamic duo, man, two Two very, very powerful voices, especially in the 60s, man. Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. TC Speaks, 
Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. I'm at TC Speaks 32. Tyler at TCSpeaks.com. Listen, I thank you. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me on this amazing hot. <laughs> I'm in Texas, man. It's been hot. I think we was like 107 at the top of the week. It ain't been nothing but 100s. Tyler at TCSpeaks.com. By the way, man, with the heat, I don't know about you, Ty, but, man, sometimes I find myself. Y'all ever just, just wake up mad? Like, wake up mad. I really got to fight myself to not get out of the wrong side of the bed. But I've been feeling like, man, the reason I wake up mad because it's hot as heck outside. You know what I'm saying? Just waking up mad because of the heat. What's wrong? It's hot. <laughs> hey, if you ain't having fun, then, then what are you doing it for? You know what I'm saying? If you ain't having fun, then what are you doing it for? So a plum pleasing pleasure. We're going to get into this message. Ty, if you can cue that TC Speaks for me, man, and, and hit it two times for me, Ty. If you can, hit it. Hit it. Good, good, good. Hey, I appreciate you, Ty. Got to keep you on your pins and needles over there while you're te- tweaking and twisting the dials, man. Um, Today's message, today's message, write this down, write this down. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. You have to get fed up, right, right? And then you have to get fired up. Write that down, write that down. You have to get fed up, and then you got to get fired up. And some of y'all talking about, man, what you mean, TC? You coming from a place of anger that ain't normally what I'm talking about? I, I think it's appropriate right now, you know what I'm saying? I think I think a lot of times people... Um, can can put me in a bottle, man. He's taking back like he's always nice. He's always so kind. And under understand, I don't know. I got I got a little mean streak in me. You know what I'm saying? I think my wife Shana sees a lot more of that side in me. But I got a little part of me that's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. You know what I'm saying? I got a little part of me that yo, you rub it wrong, yo, you know the eye of the tiger gonna come out. Ah, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yo, write this down. This is principle number one. Principle number one. You have to get fed up. Then you have to get fired up. Principle number one, grab a pen and some paper. That's principle number one. Uh, what do you mean with this whole principle of you have to get fed up and then you have to get then to get fired up? All right. What I'm speaking of when I'm when I when I have this topic is there are a lot of times where we get so accustomed to on our jobs or situations where people undermine us. We get put in situations where people take advantage of of our kindness, right? We, we get put in situations where sometimes we get constantly overlooked. Sometimes we get put in bond situations where we're always trying to do the right thing, right? And then it seems like people who get the, who, who are doing the wrong thing jump ahead of us and all that other stuff. Um, you know, but I want people to also understand that there's a message that life is trying to also send you. And it may be a situation where you have to tweak or you have to change some things that you are doing or, or not necessarily doing, but the, per, the, the person that you are, you may have to make some tweaks uh, to your own little level of personality, right? You may have to start getting a little hunger about yourself. And I think a big part of that is sometimes we got to get tired of bumping our head up against the wall so frequently that we have to get fed up with it um, because life is looking for us to try to do a new thing so that other doors can be open. Right. Because you're thinking about you seeing other people walk through doors and it seems like it's just keep getting closed in your face. Like opportunities keep passing you by. And it's probably because, yo, you're not necessarily ready. Your spirit ain't necessarily right or in the place that it needs to be to walk through that door to reap the benefits and the blessing. Because you got to start doing some things differently for yourself. You got to start looking at yourself. And particularly, I'm talking about uh, allowing people to just treat you any type of way. Yep. 
Because a lot of us say, oh, we'll just take it, turn our back, put it to the side, and I get that. But at the same time, that does not necessarily mean that you don't stand up for yourself. And, and, and you have to get back to that place. What I always talk about is learning, loving, and valuing yourself and appreciating yourself. Uh, that at the same time, you won't just let people treat you any, just any kind of way. In the meantime, you suffer in silence. Um, and it gets you even more aggravated because you're seeing other people move, 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 and you're stuck where you are. Meanwhile, I feel like life is trying to tell you that you've got to change some things to where not everything that people do to you is going to be tolerated. All right. So let's principle number one. When you're in this situation where you feel like your people are constantly, constantly treating you this way and you wonder, like, why is everybody treating me this way? It's because you're also allowing for people to just treat you any kind of way. And I've told people in the past and I'll tell you again, yo, you got to start being the doormat so you can walk through the doorway. Mm, Write that down again. You got to stop being the doormat so you can walk through the doorway. And so the first thing that you have to do to make sure that these changes that you're going to undergo in your life um, aren't going to, you know, uh, uh, put you in a bad position so that you don't do something totally belligerent. Yo, you got to grab a pen, got to grab a pen and some paper. Yo, what are your boundaries that you are going to set for yourself so that people don't just walk all over you and treat you any type of way moving forward? What does the new you look like? Hmm. Like write that down. Write some things that you want to change or better about yourself. Right. Is it is it possessing a a voice? Are you trying to walk confidently in a voice? Are there are there certain things that you will tolerate and certain things that you won't tolerate? Right. What are those things like? What is that thing that literally will drive you to the edge? Write that down so you are fully aware that, hey, if I get to this place, yo, I, I need to leave the room. I need to leave the situation so I don't let this next comment uh, uh, totally derail you. Grab a pen and some paper of of in a perfect world. If you could visualize how you wanted to be treated, what would that look like? And why does it look that particular way? All right. So you have to get fed up and then you have to get fired up. The fired up portion of it is the action piece of it. It's not enough just to get angry or just say, man, I don't like when people treat me this way. No, 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 no. I get that you don't like it. I'm happy that you figure out what you will tolerate. But then what are the actions to ensure that you're not just going to be treated any type of way moving forward on your job, on uh, any type of way in your marriage, right? Any type of way uh, 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 um, when you're building, trying to build these new relationships with people, right? Girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever that looks like. What will you tolerate and what is something that is truly unacceptable for you? You start letting your mind wander, right? And you don't necessarily know what the actions will be, but you start putting things down of what what gets you fed up, what gets you to that place of, no, I can't stand this. And you write these things down on an outline piece of paper and then take some time to walk away from it. All right. Don't even stop yourself from writing down these boundaries that you just have to have and listing what you can't stand out of relationships, out of jobs, out of people. Write those things down. Step away from it then afterwards. Yeah. Let it breathe and let it marinate. Like I like to say, let it marinate, let it simmer. Right. And then come back to it. All right. And for some people, it may be a day. 
For some people, it may be a week. It may be a month. I don't know. But you, when you're in that moment of when you are fed up and then you are fired up, all right, and we don't want you acting any type of way and letting the emotion carry you, I'm telling you to grab a pen and a piece of paper, write down why you are feeling this way, why you don't like this thing. Then you start formulating some boundaries for yourself as to say, what will you tolerate? What won't you tolerate? What is the mindset that you feel like you have to have out of your relationships and expectations of people to get you to where ultimately you want to be? What does that look like? Write it down on some pen and some paper while the fire is lit. And these are the things that you will come back and read over that help re-innovate, that help rejuvenate, that help give you confidence, that give you hope to walk into that new you. Why? Because you've already written down what it is that you want and what it is that you need from yourself and from other people to help you be proud of who you see in the mirror each and every day. You've already got a parameter. You've already got boundaries. You've already got an outline. And most people will pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get what you already personally wrote down because they want to go see somebody. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to go see anybody. Yo, please find that therapist, find that counselor. What I'm telling you is I'm giving you free information of things that I have learned going through that therapy, going through that counsel. Grab a book, grab a piece of paper, write in your own journal what you need. Yo, write it down. Something about when you put things on paper, they help hold you accountable. They don't get you in trouble. It is your own journal. It is your own expectations for what you need what your soul yearns for. And before you've known it, you've gone ahead and built forth a plan for a better you in life. You've gone that. You've already started rebuilding and refocusing and recalibrating, and now you're cocking back and you're ready to take aim. That's right. You're ready to take aim for what it is that you want out of this life. Yo, we always talking about let's go so we can grow. Listen to me. It's not a fluke. Let's go means you got to put some work in. Let's go means you got to get fed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go so we can grow means then you got to get fired up. So we ensure that we don't walk into this situation of feeling anymore moving forward in our lives. Why? Because we deserve it. Because because you need to, 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 to not feel stuck all the doggone time. Because you need to start feeling like you are, you are climbing the steps towards finding that joy and that rest and that peace in your life. Not only just for, for who you are, not, not for others, but, but more importantly for who you are as a person because you enjoy and, and have expectations for yourself. What you need to be joyful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you need to feel loved? Right? What do you need to feel fulfilled? What, what, what do you need? What do you need as an outline so that you can forever have hope? What, what gets you to that place? Spend some time with yourself. I'm telling you, yo, you got to get fed up and you got to get fired up. And while you fired up, there's a lot of different ideas. There's a lot of different thoughts that are going to come into your mind because you got to make a move and you ready to make that move. You are bold in that. And then these words that you put on, count, on, on paper for yourself moving forward, that is your accountability plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your life plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? You didn't you gotta have somebody else write it. You wrote it for yourself. That's what's even more special. You didn't lie on that. That came from your heart when everything was uh, was rolling through your spirit. And you was like, man, I can't take this no more. I got to do something about this. I'm tired. I'm 40 years old and I still feel like this. This ain't right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 38 years old, man. I, I, I can't take it when people are doing this stuff to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm young. I'm in my 20s, man. I want to have a better and brighter future. I, 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 this is what I know I need, and this is what is not happening. But how can I ensure that I put expectations and actions in place so that when I'm 40, I don't feel the same way? Man, y'all got to walk this thing out. Talk with me. Man, I'm, doing, I'm telling y'all this because I've done it for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. I will catch you guys on the other side of this break. We got one more segment. I got two more principles. I will squeeze it in. Hold me accountable for it, will you, Ty? Let's go, ladies and gentlemen, so we can grow. Let's go, baby, We so we can grow. Hey, Tyler Campbell, a.k.a. Mr. TC Speaks, at TC Speaks 32 on all your social media platforms. Mr. Real Life, Real Talk himself. My man Ty is tweaking and twisting the dials very, very smoothly, like my man Rob Babers likes to say on Ball Don't Lie. Yo, today's playlist was sponsored by the legendary, yeah, the legendary Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, man. I took you through 1967. Yo, that hit came out in 1968. I think it was March of 1968, by the way. But Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell, yo, gone from us too soon, too soon. But I had that old school vibe when I was waking up, you know, early, uh, waking up early to get out. Uh, you know, I just felt felt the grooves this morning, man. So, yo, shout out to them. And, yo, if you haven't been been tuning in, don't worry. Yo, all messages are available on SoundCloud. So you guys take these messages, play them back, uh, go back, research some stuff. But don't matter what, don't keep what is spoken over you today. Uh, share those this message with the masses, all right? All right, we talked about neuroplasticity and let that marinate on your cerebrum. You might want to go back and catch that when it posts to SoundCloud. But today's message, today's message, uh, you have to get fed up, but then you have to also get fired up, all right? You got to take your emotions and your feelings. You know what you don't like anymore. You know how you don't want to be treated. You know what doesn't work in your life. You know what 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 errors you have made. Um, and, and, and now we got to get fired up for change. All right. So we went through that first principle, which was grab a pen and a piece of doggone paper and write down everything that you are feeling in this moment of disappointment. All right. Everything that you are feeling in this moment of anger and, and put it on paper first. I'd like notice I'm not telling you go confront somebody right off the bat. Yo, don't take no stuff. Get off in their face. Um, I'm not I'm not doing that right now. Y'all got to understand the message in which I'm coming from. I'm trying to get a place uh, to where you can build on your relationships. Sometimes retaliation is necessary, but not all the time. And in those moments where it's not necessary, yo, I want you to be smart. Grab a pen and some paper. Um, if you're on your job, yo, you know, before you retaliate, if you are within your marriage, yo, get to a place where you can go silently, write some things down, get your ducks in order. When you're speaking over your kids and you're trying to parent, yo, get to a place Grab a pen and some paper, write some things down. What are your boundaries? What are you not trying to accept? What are you trying to convey? What needs to change? All right, all those things, write them down. You put together your plan so that way when you come and try to approach somebody, yo, you ready to rock. You got your life plan in order. You got everything that you need, and that way you won't walk out of a conversation with regret without saying, oh, I wish I would have said this, I wish I would have said that. Nope, you already had it written down. It's already engraved in your spirit and in your soul. It's going to come out naturally when it comes time for confrontation. All right, because you're going to need that confrontation. You're going to need that friction for change. And so if you're going to come to a place of getting friction for change, you better make sure you better come doggone correct. 
all right, because it's going to be a debate, and you got to have all your ducks in line. So principle number two after that, please understand that when you're playing with fire, you don't want to get burned, all right? When playing with fire, make sure that you don't get burned. That's principle number two. Again, when playing with fire, make sure that you don't get burned, all right? What I'm saying is sound decision-making. You are dealing with a wealth of emotions, and pretty much most of them are not. 99% of them are not happy, all right? You're in this situation because you're angered about something, because you've been hurt about something, because you've been saddened by something. You are fed up. You are fired up for change, and now you have to make sure that in the midst of your anger, in the midst of what you are feeling, that you don't get burned. And by that, I mean that without following that plan of sticking to your pen and your paper and you act off of emotion with all that anger that you are feeling after getting fed up and fired up, You have to make sure that you don't burn bridges and relationships with people who are either innocent bystanders or people who just didn't get an understanding of where you were coming from and what your expectations are out of your friendship, out of your relationship, because you hadn't voiced them out yet because you didn't take that pen and paper and write down your boundaries for what you need. All right. So a lot of times people will skip over principle number one and then they'll go to burning bridges. They're going to come in with 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 gasoline and, and fire and they are ready to make you pay. And they are ready to make you hurt. And as a result, they do things that they can't take back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They experience uh, 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 so, uh, so much emotion and feeling towards what has been taking place. And so much has been pent up over years. They fed up. Now they fired up. And what they did was they burnt all bridges all over their lives. Yeah, they changed the relationship with their parents. They, they burned the relationships with cousins and friends and, and people on their job. Now nobody can stand them. Now they're alone uh, when they go into places because they blew up and erupted like Mount St. Helens um, in a way that can't be taken back. All right? So that next principle is when you're playing with fire and fire being, being fed up and being fired up and you're ready to make change, yo, you have to ensure that you don't get burned in the process or burn others in the process. And, and that requires sound decision-making, and you can't get to this place without principle number one. That won't allow you to get to principle number two. So after you've got everything in order, after you've got your plan, yo, don't get arrogant. Don't get cocky. Don't be mad because you've discovered who you are and what your expectations are out of other people, your relationships, uh, expectations out of your job, expectations um, um, for what you feel that you can strive and achieve, that you then become arrogant, so arrogant that you don't care who gets hurt. You're just going to give them the business based off of the plan or the action that you have for yourself. And and, and you don't want to do that, man, because life is too short. Yo, people are valuable. There are people who make mistakes. Individuals make mistakes. I make mistakes. You've made mistakes. Listening, you know what it's like to make a mistake. So you don't want to necessarily come from a level of punishment that you're trying to hurt or harm people um, when you are fed up and fired up. All right. The point of it all is to get the boundary set to have level conversation. We grown out here, y'all. Yo, you can communicate. You can conversate. And those are the things that obviously that backdoor to what I was talking about from the very beginning. The next generation, they need to see. They need to see people having civil conversations and getting to an answer and not burning people and burning themselves in the process because they are so selfish to get what they have to get out on the table no matter who it hurts and who it harms. There's an effective way to communicate with people, and and there's a, a way that you go about it. 
to where you're not coming for blood. You're just coming for answers and you're coming for change. That is totally different. So when you're doing this thing, make sure you don't get burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the process. Make sure you don't get burned or burn others in the process. So sound decision making. All right. Be sound decision making when you are fed up and you are found fired up. And if you got to get to a place of peace, let it breathe and let it marinate for a little while. Then do that before you come back. Okay. Hold yourself accountable for coming back, but also let it breathe, let it marinate. Principle number three. Uh, I love it. I love it. We got to get to it before we run out of time, y'all. I'm sorry. I've been feeling it on the microphone. Principle number three. Don't let history repeat itself. All right? Don't let history repeat itself. Now, we've gone through all of these emotional roller coasters of change, expectations for yourself, expectations and boundaries for other people, how we're going to outline it, right? How we're not going to burn other bridges, how we're going to be professional in what we do, how we're going to work communication, how we're going to work having a conversation, how we're not going to be uh, 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 arrogant people who, who, who totally don't take in regard how other people may be feeling or understand the fact that some people make mistakes, and, and if somebody's willing to apologize for those mistakes sincerely and wholeheartedly, then there is possibility for change, and you're not going to just hold it over their head for the rest of their lives. All right? So last principle, when you've known what it's like to be hurt, when you've understood what you don't like to hear, what you don't need said to you, what, what, what you need to be happy, and people are going against those things, you now know what brings you joy, what you can take, and quite frankly, what pushes your buttons and what you can't take. It is now on you, not on somebody else, not on life. Not on your boss, not on your wife and your husband, not on your kids, not on on your friends, not 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 on anybody else but yourself to not allow that history to repeat itself anymore. That's principle number three. Don't let history repeat itself anymore. If those things continue to happen, if you're going to continue to have a repeat pattern of behaviors that you don't like from people Uh, that you care about or that you feel like you love or that you respect, if those things keep happening and you're there, then this is completely a situation that is on you where you didn't set your boundaries straight. So if you still back in the square one, getting fed up and getting fired up about the same doggone thing, principle number three, I am telling you, it is not on somebody else. Nope. It is not on anybody else. You can't blame nobody but yourself, all right? And it is on you to take up the responsibility, to take up your sword, to take up your shield, to put on your helmet, to put on your armor, to fight for life that you have to ensure that the relationships or the people you interact with, you do not continue to go down this road over and over and over again. Because if that's the case, if you are continuing to have the same doggone conversations, if you are continuing to be hurt the same way, if you are continuing to be stuck in sorrows, all this is where it becomes a situation where it's on you. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Yep, yep, yep. To come face to face with reality and recognize that stuff is on you and it's not getting better, then we we gotta we gotta get we gotta get ourselves right. All right, we gotta make some serious changes. So principle number three, if it continues to happen then you got to start looking outwardly, stop looking outwardly and look with inwardly and say that we need we need a greater level of accountability. We need a coach. Right? We need somebody to help step in because because things keep happening down. You got to let your pride go to the side. 
yep, let your pride go to the side because we got to walk into a better future than what we're in right now. And it just might mean you might need somebody else to walk alongside you with that journey. It doesn't mean that you are weak. It doesn't mean that you soft. No, 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 no. It means you've come to an awareness that this stuff, it doesn't work. It keeps happening. I need help to get over this because I deserve happiness and joy in my own personal doggone spirit each and every day. And forget the happiness piece. I deserve joy. I deserve joy. Joy lasts, outlasts happiness because joy is an internal factor. Happiness is external, meaning you need other things to help create it. When you have joy, it comes from within. Y'all heard me talk about this. We got to get you to a joyful, joyful place so you can make a joyful, joyful noise. And if history keeps repeating itself, uh, that means we got to get back to the drawing board. That means this is on us, not on them. All right. So you have to get fed up before you and then, excuse me, you have to get fed up. Then you have to get fired up. Principle number one, grab a pen and some paper. You got to come up with your outline first before you put the action down. What are your boundaries? Set those. What do you need to live by? All right. Principle number two, when playing with fire, there's a chance that you can get burned if you keep playing with it. All right. That means that you are burning bridges. That means you're not making sound decision making. So if you got your outline, you got to live by that. You got to order your steps by that. Have sound decision making. All right. Because if you don't, 